Welcome to the Construction Tech Update. I'm your host, Spencer Powell. And in this podcast, we bring you the latest tech and innovation for the residential construction industry, all in under 20 minutes. Today, I have Harry Malaja, and he is the CEO and founder of G-Builder. Harry is a second-generation builder and first-generation construction technology owner. G-Builder is a BIM-compatible collaboration platform for property developers and construction companies. It digitalizes the interaction between customers, project teams, and construction sites with functionalities such as material choices and options, configurations with 3D and VR visualizations, change requests, communication, documentation, and more. G-Builder is market-proven to enhance customer experience, increase efficiency, quality, revenue, and decrease waste and emissions. Let's dive into the show. Hey, Harry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks for having me. Really exciting. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. Well, we typically kick these off with uh, getting a little bit of your background before G-Builder. So what were you doing before that? I got a degree in economics, but don't hold it against me because I grew up at the construction site. I think I was like 12 when my dad took me and my brother to the construction site for the, you know, work for the family company. And I went to the, you know, the traditional way, tried to get away from the family construction business, moved to the big city, got my degree in economics, worked at the stock exchange, and then met a woman, moved back to my home city and ended up at the family company. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. What led to you actually, you know, getting involved with G-Builder and how did that all get started? Let's put it this way. I was 26 when I started working for the company full time. And I think I was, I was definitely under 30 when I took it over. And, you know, I didn't have the bird construction guy, so to speak. So I was kind of like, uh, let's do this and let's do this. And we were, we were building residential units, you know, new build homes for families, basically. And uh, I wanted to deliver the best homes they could want to have and, you know, the best shopping experience and customer journey. And, uh, you know, I was failing at my job. So I decided, like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And one thing led to another. In 2013, we started developing G-Builder to solve our everyday problems. That's awesome. Yeah. So what, what do you think were some of those, like, core problems that led you to saying, like, I got to solve this. I got to figure this out. <laughs> I, 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 I keep telling this story. I think uh, I started one podcast with it. It's like, I remember the first real project we did, and I went to the final inspection with the home buyers and like, I was so proud of it. Like, okay, this is, we made this, my family did this. And we walked into the bathroom, the shower room, you know, I was like, what do you think? It's like, it looks really nice, but I thought that wall was supposed to be red. And I can still feel the, the pain, you know, the area I will not mention. And this was, I think this was like, I don't know, 15 years ago. So, you know, I was using the, the WhatsApp, the, not WhatsApp, I was using, there was no WhatsApp at that time. We barely had an internet. So we were using Post-it, Paint, Excels, whatever have you. And uh, it was kind of like I was failing at that. You know, I was delivering excellent service until that information was supposed to be pushed downstream to the construction site, to the actual, you know, the crews uh, at the site. That's when I realized that we have to find a better solution. Yeah, yeah. Well, then maybe you can give us a little bit of an overview. You know, what what is G Builder today? What do you guys do? Okay, so what are we? I think is like uh, the main main thing is that we're creating better customer journeys all over the residential projects, new build or renovation. We're the BIM, only BIM-based, BIM-compatible customer journey management platform uh, for residential real estate projects or the market today. But I think more, more on that, why we do it, I think is more always important is that we want to help construction project teams by uh, kind of like creating a common language for everyone in the value chain by uh, unlocking 
you know, the potential for better performance and customer service. And uh, building information model, of course, is in the center of uh, our operation in this one. That's where the common language term comes from. So basically, if I would run it through, like uh, from a user experience, is that, you know, if you're buying a new home, let's say like uh, in Finland, where I'm from, actually. So we see that apparently around more than half of the built-to-sell units are coming to our platform next year in in, in entire countries. So we're we have a very much you know, lead within our own market. So that would mean that when you enter a builder developer's website, you would get our high definition 3D models that you can you know, see around. And then you can ask for username and password, or you can just jump into the customer journey. You can see the relevant information. You can communicate with the customer success team, and you can walk around in your home and even see the materials options that are available. And then when you bought the unit, uh, apartment or a, or a home, you're then just continuing that journey within that one platform. So you are traveling throughout the entire building process. You configure your home, you ask the tough questions, you keep, you're kept informed what's going on at the construction site, you get pictures and updates and bulletins and so on. And then you can go through like set up inspection times and you can follow through what you notice there that, that those are updated in real time. And then of course, eventually you get the digital handover where you know, all the documentation related to your project, your home, are left with you and uh, you stay on the platform after that also. You know, you have access, you basically have your home within your uh, smartphone or a tablet or, a, you know, in a cloud anyway. What it means for the site crew is actually that all this information inputted by the end user, the customer success team, it's always up to real time in, in the system. So that means that, you know, no matter if you're an electrician or plumber or a tileman, you always have up-to-date information to do the, the best job possible at the construction site. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So from the customer standpoint, it sounds like your platform really starts with the website, kind of that first touch point where they can interact with the, the 3D model, I think you said, and then flows all the way through till they're in the home and they've got all the documents. And so it's it's really end-to-end. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, I, I think this was a pushback from the VCs in the beginning. It was like, Harry, you're doing a bit too much. I mean, like, find that one problem, solve it as well as possible, then let's scale it up and make a good exit. I was like, you don't get it. Like the, in, in the construction, there's no like multiple problems. Those are symptoms from, you know, like a big problem that is, you know, the silo. So we had, uh, you know, multiple places where we were creating data and information and that information was left, either left directly, you know, entirely into those silos or it was passed on manually, like Excels or word to word, you know, so it was a, it was a mess. So and especially when you have manual work related, you always have mistakes. So we, of course, realize that we can't do everything. So we are really, I agree with the guys, we are doing a bit too much in some sense. But I see that that's something that why we have been able to penetrate uh, the you know, builders and developers that they realize that they need more holistic solution to you know, break down the silos. But we do realize that we can't do everything ourselves. So we have a cool API that we are able to integrate like you know, Salesforce, Microsoft Dynamics. And you know, especially when we come to US, we're, we're looking at the QuickBooks and whatever, you have uh, more market-specific you know, solutions. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be my next question because it seems like maybe you're setting yourself up to be the platform and you'll kind of cover end-to-end, but you're not going to be the specialist in every single area from, you know, throughout that yeah, journey. You have to be laser-focused on what you do, but our laser focus is kind of a big thing, so to speak. So, And there's a it's really a thin line to be like, you don't want to intimidate your customer, say like, okay, 
were coming in as like, do we have to replace plant grid? Like, no, we are we're providing certain information that the plant grid doesn't have. For example, we have a customer facing snacking tool, which means that you're able to have your people that are using plant grid. Well, we don't have the integration, but we have similar integration, similar solutions here in Europe. But is that you know like the same the, the crews at the side are able to use those uh, solutions they are already uh, you know accustomed to, and we can push back and forth the information and keep the end users and tenants and the property managers whoever have you at the other end you know the part of the process and they have visibility to the journey so yeah. it's uh, yeah de definitely overlapping in some points but i always like to say it's overlapping in a sweet way yeah no that i mean i think that's a good place to be because yeah it's it's so hard to get people to change technology that they're used to using and so if you can just tie it in with what they're already using but give them more valuable information or seamless you know data then that's a good spot yeah yeah, it was, I was challenged today by one of these marketing professionals. Like, what, what is the biggest fear in the construction? So I was like, it's the fear of change, but not for the reason that we don't want to change. Is that, you know, we already have this thing kind of working. And now there's another guy coming in and another girl coming in and say that I know how to do this better. So the, the only way we were ever make, able to make this work was to prove to the construction side that, you know, we're bringing added value. We're going to be able to provide you with a better tool, better information so that you can perform your duties better and still make it so that it's not so scary, so that they are okay to try it out. And it was a struggle. Even for my own team, people worked for our family for more than 20 years. They were not that eager. You know, like, Harry, can we go back to Excel? That was like the first version. <laughs> I was like, no, we, we, you know, stay the course, stay the course. And we're so happy. Now they're referring to this, you know, like kiddingly, like it's the Bible when they have hard time, they're turning to that one to look for the real-time information, make sure that they're doing the, you know, the things correctly. No one wants to do things twice. I think that's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit about like who you best serve. You know, the construction space is really big. There's lots of different players. Like, yeah. Who do you feel like your ideal customers are that get the most value out of the platform? My background comes from residential. So at, at the first years, we've been heavily focused on you know, renovation and new build uh, projects. And I would say that any project that has probably up more than 20 units, you know, like you might have a, like a development neighborhood, you're putting in a, like 20 single family homes or you're building a big condo. The projects vary a lot from 10 units to 500 units uh, on the platform. But whenever you have a, a builder or a developer that is creating a space, and that space have usually multiple end users, if it's a tenant or a home buyer or a property investor. And that tenant, the end user is someone that you want to participate in the process or they have, you know, saying on the project, meaning that they may, may be able to configure, you know, select uh, materials, home appliances and so on. Or just, you know, just want to be a part of like the first rentals, uh, you know, tenants you want to, you know, stick with the, with the solution, provide the solution for them for the first few years they're on the platform. So that's also applicable. So whenever there's a need for inform or affect the process from the end user side, we're definitely applicable for that. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, a little more complexity, but mostly if the, the end user wants to be a part of it, either in the selections or just in the communication, you know, kind of side of yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's the, the biggest financial decisions we all make at one point of our lives. So we kind of, it's funny, we, we have this expression, like when you go to McDonald's, you configure your Big Mac, but so many times when you go to a, buy a half a million bucks uh, worth, uh, you know, house, you don't get to configure it. You know, it's like, that. this is it. This is a... And I don't want to judge anyone, but, you know, like, I feel like the buyers who are picking up the bill, so to speak, they should have the right to participate 
be informed and have a say in how their space that they are going to spend a lot of time. Especially now that the COVID, you know, changed really the the relationship between the the home and the you know the end user. So you really want to have a space you enjoy living in. Absolutely, yeah, I like that. I like that analogy. Yeah, so true. You can customize a three dollar thing, but uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. customize a half million dollar thing. So, well, where do you think like G Builder is going in terms of the the tech? Like, I know in software, you're always working on something, you know, new feature, new you know development. But what what gets you fired up about the next couple of years? Yeah, I think the visualization part, even though we are heavily, you know, that's where we bring the, the most added value is at the construction side through the BIM, you know, quantities and all the information in real time. But the things that still gets me, you know, really, really excited are like the thing that is happening in the visualization part. I'm not sure how familiar you are with this uh, Unity and Epic Gaming Engines. They're providing these cloud rendering services. So this means that we are actually already able to provide each and every unit and home within the platform as a HD level rendering, like a 3D model, that you can walk around, you can decorate, you can make your selections in it. And whereas nowadays, it's like you have these example kitchens or example living room, we're providing everything. You can even put in the views if you want to put it, there's something nice to see from the window. And the cool thing is that, you know, you can even like VR, this is like, the, the, the resolution is not that great in VRs, but imagine that with Oculus uh, Quest, you can actually walk around in your home, you know, like physically walk around without the cords or anything. And you can configure that and then just walk out and electronically sign it off and the builders will make it as it is. So, I mean, like there's a huge opportunity for experience the space, even though there's only a hole in the ground. And that, that makes, you know, like the customers more secure and 100% sure. I know from my own experience that it will increase your sales and profitability. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's super cool. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're right on the edge there. And as soon as that technology starts to become more common, like people are going to expect it. You know, they're going to say, yeah, yeah, I need to experience this and feel what it's going to be like before I buy it. You know, whereas now yeah. we'll, we'll take that leap of faith because there's no other option. But as soon as <laughs> they know that option yeah, it's, is available. Yeah. <laughs> It's so many, I, I call it the click, you know, like I've, I've sold, I have a degree in, uh, you know, real estate program also. So I've, I've sold uh, hundreds of homes and so many times you don't see the click from, you know, you're explaining like, this is your kitchen, it's going to look like this and so on and so on. And the customers are like nodding away. And then you're like, I don't hear the click, you know, like, and then you're like, open <laughs> up, even though at the beginning our, you know, 3Ds were more or less like Minecraft which is a really popular game and my kids love it. But, you know, it wasn't the best, but what they were seeing is like, the first time they're home in 3D, and then you hear the click, you know, like, oh, so that's what the size of the windows. Oh, that's where you put the coffee make. Oh, that, you know, it's not everybody can, you know, think 3D. I think it's a really crucial feature to be working in a construction, but like I would say majority of the people don't know how to do it. Yeah, and I agree. I'm one of those people. I can walk into a space and I'm like, I have no idea what this is going to look like. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something that, People will expect. I think that was well said. Yeah. So Harry, if people want to find out more about you guys or you know check you out, see if it's a good fit for them, what's the best place to learn more and find you online? Well, gbuilder.com. gbuilder.com is the, the website. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, it's harry with an I at gbuilder.com. And we're more than happy to show around. We're actually really much planning to move to US early, uh, probably earliest uh, next year. Well, definitely next year. Let's put it this way. But we all know there's a big market and we don't want to come there with you know small resources. So we want to really 
come in with a serious attitude and change the change the way we actually create those customer journeys, not just for the end user, but for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Well, Harry, anything else that we should know about G Builder that maybe I didn't ask you about today? No, I, th- I think like I get I get criticism saying BIM word usually like a hundred times per podcast. So I think that's something that we didn't cover that much, but. The level of adaptation of BIM model in US varies a lot, but what we always kind of push out there is that you don't worry, you don't have to worry about that because we got you covered. So we are creating the BIM for our customers. So we're able to provide the BIM. So I think that's something that we could spend another hour or two on that one, but let's let's leave it for another time. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We'll just leave it leave it as a tease. No, this is this is awesome, Harry. I mean, it feels like you guys are up to some really cool stuff and definitely adding value across that whole journey. I have more of a marketing background, so I get excited about kind of the 3D, the visualization, because I think for that end customer, the buyer, you know, that's a really powerful sales tool to your point. And obviously just being able to cover end to end is really powerful. So Harry, thanks so much for joining me today. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. It was, uh, it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Construction Tech Update. Go check out gbuilder.com and we will see you next time.